All right, what is going on, everybody? Welcome to episode eight of Posio's Picks. Today is Sunday, December 12th. We are finally back in action. We apologize for not uploading an episode the past couple of days. The slate was just terrible on Friday. And yesterday, I was in East Lansing for the MSU game, double winner. Gave it out on Twitter, at Posios Picks. You are welcome for that. Be sure to follow us there. If we don't upload an episode, we're always going to be posting our picks there. But we've got a great show for you guys today. Some good college basketball games and a great NFL slate featuring some special guests. Also, this is our first show in person, not over Zoom. Excited about that. So, without further ado, let's get right into it. Okay, so as always, we are going to be diving into college basketball first, and the first game of the slate is going to be Purdue as 13.5 point favorites traveling down to NC State. Purdue coming off of that huge upset loss to Rutgers on the road where Ron Harper hit that insane game-winning shot at the buzzer. NC State coming off of a 13-point win against Bethune-Cookman. I'll go ahead and start with this one. I think this is a classic bounce-back spot for Purdue. After that upset loss, they're hungry to get back into the win column, and there's no better way to do that than against a not-so-great NC State team. NC State went to four overtimes with Nebraska, who looks like they're going to be the worst team in the Big Ten, and they also lost to a mediocre Louisville team at home. I think we're getting Purdue at a bit of a discount here coming off of that loss. I know it's still a lot of points for college basketball, but I will gladly take Purdue minus the 13.5 and, and their team total as well over 77.5. Max? Yeah, so like you said, it's just a bounce-back game for Purdue. I mean, coming off that heartbreaking loss at Rutgers on that buzzer beater, NC State does not look good at all. They beat Nebraska in four overtimes. Nebraska looked terrible yesterday, losing to Auburn by 31. That was just easy for Auburn. But Purdue, I mean, Ivy has to get going a little bit. Edie, Trey Williams will give you his buckets and his rebounds down low. I think the key player is Stefanovic. If he can shoot the lights out, this team can make a run. Any game, any time. So I'm going with Purdue minus 13 and a half. Yeah, I agree with you. Ivy didn't have the best game. I think he's really going to get going and try to control the pace turn it up a little bit, get them out in transition, and just dominate this game from start to finish. Our next game, best game maybe of the year so far. At least it's shaping up to be Villanova traveling to Baylor, top 10 matchup. Baylor are four-and-a-half-point favorites at home. Baylor coming off of a 45-point blowout of Arkansas Pine Bluff. Nova coming off of that 14-point win against Syracuse. Personally, from what we've seen so far from this Baylor team, we got a good look at them when MSU played them in the Atlantis tournament. They look like the best team in the country again. The guard play from Flagler and Akinjo and freshman Kendall Brown, he's been balling. Great bigs and Thama and Chamwa Chachua off the bench. They go deep into their bench, they run the floor, they shoot the ball well with Matthew Meyer, and they can just command games with that guard play. This is obviously an experienced Nova team, but I think the Baylor guards are just going to be too much to keep up with them. And for that reason, I'm going to take Baylor minus the four and a half at home. Yeah, I agree with you 100%. I think Baylor controls this game from start to finish. Obviously, their defense being the biggest thing. They're going to have to control the glass. 
but they have two great bigs and then their guards are just very quick they get on transition Scott Drew does a great job with subbing and getting fresh legs all the time so they can run at all times Villanova will just not have enough to compete with Baylor in this game I'll be taking Baylor minus four and a half Okay, so those are the two games that we are going to go in depth for. I believe Max has a couple bonus picks, so Max, go ahead. So our first game for the bonus picks is Fairfield traveling to play William & Mary. We went against William & Mary with that Hampton pick. They were outright winner, plus three and a half. We'll be going with Fairfield in this game. I mean, William & Mary just 0-9 against the spread this year. They haven't covered any game. We just got to keep rolling with it. So we're going Fairfield minus six. And then the last game of the day is going to be the Monmouth Hawks traveling to Pittsburgh to take on the Pittsburgh Panthers. Obviously our boy George Pappas. I mean, they've been getting buckets. They've looked really good this year. Coming off a tough loss to St. John's, losing by five on the road. Pittsburgh just had just looked god-awful. Losing to Vanderbilt, UMBC, Virginia, they barely beat Colgate at home. Uh, we got to roll with Monmouth in this one. Again, 9-0 against the spread. We got to keep rolling with them. Monmouth minus 2. Add both of those to my card for the record. That will do it for college basketball. Let's get right into NFL. Okay, so for today's NFL slate, we are going to be going over five games for you guys. And it's not going to just be me this week. Joining me today... We've got Kevin and Sam to provide some insight. Thank you guys for coming on. Glad to be here. Let's go. Thanks for having <laughs> us. Excited to give out some winners. Let's do this thing. That's right. Yeah, you guys know Max doesn't like to really pick NFL, so we're going to be bringing guests on for the rest of the NFL season. So uh, hopefully we can start this off right. Our first game, we're going to be going over. The Detroit Lions, who are 1-0 in their last one are traveling to Denver to take on the Denver Broncos. The Broncos are 10.5-point favorites. Lions coming off of that only win of the season against the Vikings. The Broncos coming off of the 22-9 loss to the Chiefs in Kansas City. Lions have been looking better lately, but will be missing a handful of starters from the defense due to the flu. I'll start with my pick for this one. I'm taking the Broncos. This is a classic letdown spot, in my opinion missing people on defense. The Broncos have looked pretty good recently, especially on their defensive side. Mile high is a tough place to play. I don't really think we're going to be able to move the ball and score a lot of points. So I'm going to take the Broncos minus the 10 and a half. Yeah, I agree with that one there. I'm going to take them 10 and a half as well. Um, you know, we unfortunately lost to Mary's Thomas this week. So I think the Broncos put on a show. Lions got their one win. They're satisfied with that. Broncos get it done by four touchdowns at least. Wow, maybe an alternate spread, huh, Kevin? 27 and a half? Why not? <laughs> Why not? I mean, it's plus 450 right now. I'd lock that in, too. Wow, that's pretty good value. Sam, you got anything for this one? Yeah, I don't I don't like the spread. I can see it's a typical game where the Lions should get blown out. They'll probably keep it close for some whatever reason. I'm going to go with the over 42 in this one. There's just enough points to get over here. I think 42 is pretty low, so I'm going to go over in my pick here. Okay, I like that. I like that. Okay, our second game, the Baltimore Ravens are traveling to Cleveland to take on the Browns. The Browns are two-and-a-half-point favorites at home. Ravens coming off of that 20-19 to loss to the Steelers in Pittsburgh where they really should have won. 
Browns coming off of a bye. Their last game was that Sunday night loss to Baltimore, 16 to 10. So the Browns have had a lot of time off and still have only had the game plan for one team the past three weeks. I think that on top of Lamar not looking great recently is the reason the line is like this. You guys go ahead and start for this one. Yeah, I'm on uh, I'm on the Brownies this week, uh, minus two and a half. Um, obviously, they've had a few weeks to prepare for one team. So um, I think they get it done uh, and stay in contention for, for the division. Yeah, I like that as well. I've watched a weird amount of Ravens games here because I have Lamar on my fantasy team, and I hate that offense more than anything. I'm taking the Browns minus two and a half as well. <clears throat> yeah, we've got a consensus for that one. Browns minus two and a half. It's just this- Brown Browns off a bye and – like it, it's so rare for a team to have play a team, then have a bye week, and then play the same team. It doesn't happen very often. Three weeks of prep for one team, I think they uh, bounce back and and get the win. Definitely a scary pick. It's tough to trust these guys, but I think they get it done. Yeah, I think it's going to be an ugly game. Whatever, I don't even know what the total is, but whatever the under is, I I think that's a good look, especially with how these offenses have been working. But yeah, totals at uh forty two and a half. Okay. I like that. Under. Yeah, yeah, I like that under too. I might, I might be sprinkling on that as well. All right, our next game: the Las Vegas Raiders are traveling to Kansas City to take on the Chiefs. The Chiefs are ten point favorites at home. The Chiefs coming off of that twenty-two to nine victory against the Broncos. The Raiders coming off of that seventeen fifteen loss to the football team at home. This is a weird one. Ten points is a lot, but the Raiders have not looked great recently, and the Chiefs are arguably the hottest team in the NFL along with the Patriots. So I'm going to ride the wagon until the wheels fall off. I'm going to take the Chiefs here, minus the 10. I think this Raiders defense is really susceptible to, to big plays, and I think Mahomes is going to be throwing that deep ball that they kind of haven't really had recently. I mean, they've been winning games. They've been smarter running the ball, a lot of shorter passes, but – I think they're going to look to put on a little show here. Arrowhead, obviously, a tough place to play. Yeah, I have uh, I have two plays here. Uh, I hate to keep taking the favorite, but I love the Chiefs minus 10. Uh, they're going to keep rolling up until the playoffs. And then my second play from this game is the under 48. Last five games, Chiefs have given up 9, 9, 14, 7, and 17 points. I think they get, they get it done, and it'll be a 28 to 10 win for the Chiefs. I like that. I like the under a lot. Yeah, you're right. Casey's defense has seemed like they've turned a corner and this Raiders offense has really been struggling. Yeah, I just for that reason, I think I'm going to do Raiders plus 10. All the signs, <laughs> they take Chiefs minus 10. They're dominant right now. They're going off. This could be a letdown game. It's 1 o'clock. It's not prime time like they're used to. I'm just going to – it looks – I don't like the spread at all, 10. I'm taking the Raiders with 10. All right. Yeah, I like it. That's a fair pick. It, this is definitely a seems like it's too easy. But yeah, you're right. That is a good point. I think the Chiefs past four games have four or five games have been prime time or at least four o'clock. They never play the one o'clock game, it feels like. Uh, so. Yeah, <clears throat> yeah, that's a weird one. OK, our next game, this game I really like. I don't know why I like it so much, but I do. The Buffalo Bills traveling to Tampa Bay to take on the Buccaneers. The Buccaneers are three and a half point favorites at home. The Buccaneers coming off of that 30 to 17 win in Atlanta against the Falcons. The Bills coming off of that brutal, the win game loss to New England, where New England only threw three times. 
All signs point to the Buccaneers at home. That's why I'm going to take the Bills in this one. I think the Bills match up really well with the Bucs. The Bucs really don't have a secondary. They can't run the ball. The Bucs are great against the run. The Bills obviously throw a lot. And with the banged-up Bucks secondary, I think Josh Allen can go off. And I think the Bills can can cover this number. I love three-and-a-half, too. We lose by a field goal, we're good. So I'm going to take the Bills underdogs on the road in Tampa Bay. Honestly, this one I've been, been going back and forth with. Kind of like the Bills, plus three-and-a-half. But can't bet against Tom Brady. We know he's the GOAT. I think the Bucs continue to roll. I think the Bills are just in for a letdown season. Um, the Bucs get it done, minus three-and-a-half. Um, and I do like the over 54. Tom Brady's been slinging that thing like 50 times a game. So I like the over and uh, the minus three and a half for Tampa. Yeah, add the over to my card too because, yeah, that's a great point. I didn't even think about that. No one's going to be able to stop anybody in this game. No. Yeah, it's going to be back and forth. I think it's going to be – this should be America's game of the week. It's honestly – it's criminal. It's not. It's on CBS. Tony Romo is going to be calling it. I think it's going to be back and forth. I think the Bucks pull it off in the end. I'm going to buy half a point here and take the Bucks minus three because I can easily see them winning by a game-winning field goal or something like that. I'm, I'm taking the Bucks minus three. Mm-hmm. Yeah, one more thing I do want to add. There's three constants in life. There's death, taxes, and Tom Brady beating AFC East teams. It's a no-brainer. Bucks, Bucks for the money line to the limit. Yeah, that's true. What isn't he – isn't the record his record against the Bills just something just disgusting? It's it, I, I would hate to be a Bills fan. I mean, I know I'm a Lions fan, but it's just embarrassing. Tom Brady's just gonna shove it down their throats, and uh, it's a no brainer. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I I mean uh, that's just tough. Buffalo, you finally get to play New England, and what you think is supposed to be your year at home. You lose, and then the week after, you got to go down to Tampa Bay and see Tom Brady. So, yeah, I think they're in for uh, reality to hit them in the face. So I don't know. We'll see. Yeah, I mean, if they lose this one, I mean, look out. They can they can really slip. There's a lot of there's a lot of movement in the AFC. So, oh, it should be a good one though. Okay, our last game. I love this game too. Sunday night football. The Chicago Bears going to Green Bay to take on the Packers. Packers coming off of a bye. Their last game was a win against the Rams at home. The Bears coming off of that 33-22 to loss against the Cardinals at home. You guys can go ahead and start with this one. I'm getting the nod to start here. This is the best rivalry in the NFL right here. I mean, as it really is, it's just like the Michigan-Ohio State rivalry. It's been one-sided for a long time. That's right, Kevin. But just... <laughs> <laughs> but like the Michigan-Ohio State rivalry, I don't see it changing this time. I think the Packers still pull it off. 11.5 is a lot of points. Give me the over 43 here. And if you want, you can parlay that with the money line. I don't. I can't commit to 11.5. I'll take the over, I'd say. Uh, I'm going to take the 11.5, actually, because as we saw earlier in the season, what Roger said to those Chicago fans, he still owns them. I think he continues with that. And I do like the over. I can see uh, – you know, 34 to 10 or a 31 to 14 game, but the Pack- Packers don't lose at home. They'll, they'll get it done. Take the money line, put 10 grand on it, win a couple hundred, do whatever you got to do. Take them. <laughs> yeah, I agree. December at Lambeau is a tough 
place to play. I mean, the Bears are are used to it. They they go there every year and get their asses kicked. But <laughs> <clears throat> I'm going to take the Packers as well. I, I think they win this game by two touchdowns. Justin Fields coming back. I think he's going to have to knock some rust off. The Packers defense is really has really been the story for them so far this year. They've looked really good and seems like what is going to help them make a deep run. I mean, they always it always seems like they choke in the playoffs, but I like the Packers here at home. It's against the Bears, even though the Bears stink. Rodgers, like you said, he loves beating them. So alternate line, maybe look at it. Three touchdowns. Devontae to score, though. Definitely. I'm going to take that and should be a good one up in Green Bay. So. That does it for our show today. Good luck to everybody on your picks. Thank you guys for listening. Again, we always appreciate the support, and we will see you guys tomorrow.